0: And as the sun set on the horizon, they lived happily ever after. Ever heard of it? Welcome to Happily Ever Heard of It. I'm your host, Jesse Jollis, and into the thick of it, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. I don't remember where that's from, but that is the song I'm that's literally in my head every day. When I open the door outside, I go, here we go. Because I'm in the thick of it. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Sometimes I think that I think that into the thick of it means like I just get a little bit in the, in the weeds and then I'm out and it's over. And I think that we forget that weeds can really get bamboo in a way as weeds. And, I, and it's a big forest and I, I'm, I'm chopping things down left and right, okay? So something I want to do better at is showing up as myself and showing up messy. My first thought is always to panic and to not not show that I'm falling apart and to try to bring a lesson or something I'm learning or something I'm going through. But sometimes I just might be in the thick of it and I might be just going through it. And maybe that makes someone else who's going through it go, God, look at me. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm in the thick of it. So yeah, it's been, it's been a hard few weeks. <laughs> I uh, I practically quit the podcast and I hope that, everybody's still on the road. No one had shock and awe, almost pulling over. Eee, what? There isn't like a freak out happening. This is what I imagine in my mind is happening. Everyone's like, I, what did she say? Should I go back? I missed what happened. <laughs> but no, truly. Um. My producer went on vacation. Courtney, love you. Get that vacay. Okay. And I said, girl, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to reach out. I said, what's great is I'm great. Everything's great here. I know what's going on. I'm feeling what's going. And I was having a hard week. A hard week where I got, A, a letter from my ex. B, a message from a lovely girl who wanted to give me more information about said person. And your girl was back, not only in the thick of it, but almost just underwater. I said there were weeds and now I'm underwater. So I got into a fight with one of my best friends Winnie, God bless her heart. There she is. She peed on my couch and my bed. Okay. And I said, I'm being attacked from all angles and I'm being attacked in my own home. So that week I said, what am I even doing? What do I have to say? I am a wreck. And I don't even think I'm making a difference. I think I'm also putting myself so out there. I feel so vulnerable and exposed. And I feel like for what? For who? What's going on? What am I working towards? I truly went on a spiral. And I really was sitting with myself for a long time. And my my producer really helped me. Again, shout out to Courtney, you guys, who I love so much. And who is just the best person there ever was to work with because she asked me some great questions about, like, what is it that makes you feel like what you're doing is useless? Which I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm not the number seven podcast. I'm like, there aren't thousands of people listening. Like, I don't have big numbers, She's like, "Okay. Uh I'm like also I'm not like supporting myself from this. Like I have been putting in a lot, you know, uh of time and money into it and like what am I getting out of it?" And I think sometimes it's really important to like sit with things and to be like, "So if you were making money on this, then you would feel like fulfilled or then you would feel like this is worthwhile." Which is such a crazy thing to think about because why would money make what I'm doing a more valid or important experience why would LaCroix believing in me mean I'm not making an impact to people listening especially when after episodes I get some really beautiful messages from people telling me that what I said helped them or they went through that at one point or my words really made something click for them like I started to realize I was putting all this external validation on things I'm going through or doing and like why? Why is why are those the things I'm looking for in order to make myself feel like I'm important and moving forward? And it was pretty, it was a really great shift with that sort of mindset and I think having someone who's like, I, I believe in this concept and I believe in what you're doing and I don't think that you should stop doing it because of like two things that haven't even been a goal up until recently. And it was just really nice to have someone to talk that over with and kind of talk me off, you know, the metaphorical cliff ledge, you know, where I was like, yeah, I don't know why I jumped to that conclusion other than I think I felt just really insecure, which I think when things are coming up, and at least for me, when I'm really triggered, I get pretty insecure in like, every part of my life. I even remember I hung out with a friend and I wanted to text them afterwards, like, sorry, if I was weird, which I'm like, oh, what a sort of like insecure feeling. But I was just feeling so insecure in all my relationships and everything going on in things, you know, happening in my life. And I remember... I also talked to another one of my friends who when everything was going on was like, are you going to Are you gonna choose to look back or move forward? Which I was like, God, that's such a beautiful way to put it. Which sometimes when things have hurt us in, in the past or people have come in our lives and then come, you know, dip a toe back in again and we're like, oh, how do I address this? Continue forward. How do I, like, it, this is stirring up things in me. And she was just like, just so simply, she was like, do you want to go back and address it and re kind of figure out what, how you want to put it or whatever else? Or do you want to keep moving forward? And I was like, keep moving forward. And that was just such a nice way to put it, a really nice way to put it. And this is me just showing up, I think raw, which is something I really want to try to do. And also showing up suffering. Like I'm showing up moving through in pain but also as much as i i have hard days and i have painful days or painful moments i'm also having really great days and beautiful moments and i think that one doesn't have to not exist for the other to be really beautiful i don't i don't need to eliminate sort of those feelings and those moments of either missing something or missing parts of the old life or someone who was in my old life or anything like that. I'm allowed to acknowledge that and feel it and then continue onwards and continue moving. And I'm trying to show up here in a way that's just a little, even some would say, how does one get more raw and real? And I go, I guess just me crying more, me showing up sometimes being like, I'm not having a great day. Like, I'm not okay, but I am okay. I'm not okay, but I'm also... I mean, listen, we all know that I cry at least once or twice a day. Did I cry this morning in a bagel shop? Yes, I did, because my friend surprised me. He was just in New York instead of L.A., and I said, I haven't bumped into a friend in a long time, and I started crying. And while I was crying in my bagel shop, I said, I don't know... If this is how I envision my morning starting, but here we are. So I'm just trying to get more comfortable showing up that way and not feeling like I have to put on this mask to be like, I'm doing fantastic. I don't have feelings or other feelings, like I have surpassed them. I've moved on. I still continue to feel stronger than I felt in a really long time and really connected to myself, but I also have dips. I have dips and I doubt myself. Okay. Here's here's a little something. I'm scared, okay, y'all. I'm scared. My producer says, uh, "When in doubt, call it out." She's like, "Just call out what you're feeling, because when I don't say what I'm feeling, I sort of like I don't even know what happens. I'm just like above myself, hovering." using filler words. And she's like, what's going on? It's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. This thing I really love that I'm trying to have work maybe won't work. I'm scared I won't figure things out. Like, like right now, I would love to try to figure out how to get back in like a better kind of like abundance, like finance mode, just like doing more. I've kind of well, I guess I took a break for a little bit and then now I'm coming back and I'm just not doing things I don't want to do, which turns out is a lot. <laughs> There's a lot that when someone says that I go, "No. That's a pass from this party." So, I'm trying to figure out like what feels good to to spend my time doing what feels good, to just like feed my soul, and I'm trying to show up that way. I'm trying to show up that way on social media. My TikTok is unhinged because at this point, I've cried a few times on there. And I won't stop. The thing is, people are so scared of crying. People are so scared of crying. It's hilarious to me. If you want to see a straight man freak out, start crying in front of them. Not very few know how to just hold that space, you know? I mean, maybe if you're their partner, but if you work with, I mean, just people are so uncomfortable with crying, which is insane since it's just an, a normal emotion. And we shame people and guilt people into feeling sad about crying. I've been a crier my whole freaking life. I'm a black belt crier, okay? Anyone can tell you that in college when I pledged a sorority, I think I was nicknamed the crier. Like I just cried. I cried before I even got in just looking at like the sisterhood. I said, I would love, I miss my little sister. I would love a sister here. I've always wanted an older sister. And right then I was gone and she was sobbing. I did my 13 candles, my bat mitzvah. You better believe that's when you like, there are 13 candles, you give them away to the 13 most important people to you. Please know my 13 candles was about 26 minutes, probably longer than that, 45 minutes. I don't know because I started crying in every single speech, okay? Every single speech. And you guys know what happens. I can't talk through it because my throat closes. So I'd be like, Miss Jenkins, my favorite teacher I've ever had. She taught me how to read. Like, and then my dad would have to come up and like fill time, if not read out the speech for me, because your girl was sobbing. And then I started working and people were like, Whatever you do, don't cry at work. And I was like, What do you mean? Don't don't be myself at work? What do you mean? And I think it's insane because you know, when people care, they cry. So If you work for me and you cry, I'm like, thank you for caring. That really means a lot to me. It means a lot. I don't know why we tell people they're not allowed to cry. I remember in offices, I was always constantly hiding it, even though, like, people can be insane in offices. How come you're allowed to yell at me and I'm not allowed to cry? that's like Jojo and Dance Moms. She goes, stop crying, Jojo. She goes, then stop yelling at me. And I'm like, how do you expect people to not cry when someone's like, you blew it on this marketing budget? I'm like, geez, Louise blew it? I'm gonna have to take that home with me and go to bed. So I just don't believe in not crying. So if I'm the podcaster that cries, listen, there's a niche for everybody. (laughs) Is that my niche? Yeah, I guess it is. I'm just not going to hide stuff anymore. And by hide stuff, I mean even hide stuff I'm going through. I'm not going to put on a mask that I'm doing fine if I'm not. I'm not going to put on a mask that I'm not emotional when I'm sobbing. I'm just going to sob. And I think we should all do that. I really think it would make a happier, healthier world if we all just didn't feel like we had to hide parts of ourselves to be accepted. So, yeah, I'm the podcaster that cries. And yeah, I'm the podcaster that's in the thick of it. I am the podcaster truly in the thick of it in my life. I'm positive I'm about to hit like a big stride in myself because I think I've been noticing myself like leveling up. I've been noticing myself feeling good in my time alone. Sometimes not, sometimes going to vices when I don't want to be present. But for the most part, I'm like, I have a feeling I'm about to soar in ways I didn't expect. And instead of fearing change, I'm trying to just be excited about all the possibilities for my life ahead. Like there are so many possibilities and there are so many things I want to work on and do that I think I'm going to get to do, but I'm not going to pretend I'm doing it easy peasy and not having days that are super difficult. I was watching a video about a good way to get yourself manifesting and like feeling uh, aligned or good is like calling out things you see and saying that's for me. And I recommend doing that. I've been trying to do that. So like when I see a couple that just seems really loving and maybe one of them does something that I'm like that is so kind. Like that that's for me. Like a person like that, that's for me. Somebody who has a great work-life balance, someone who's traveling a certain way, I'm like, that's for me. I'm just calling it out being like, that's for me. That's going to be me. It's just a matter of time, but I know I want it. So calling out like, that's for me. So... This podcast is just, I guess, that. It's me. Not that last week I didn't spill it all, but I'm about to go on the trip. I'm recording this before I go because I'm worried I might not be able to record while I'm there. I'm on a farm. I don't know what's going on. You never know with Wi-Fi. And I'm like, I don't want to make this more difficult on myself. So I'm recording this before I go. So I can't wait to tell you guys all the things that I pick up from there. But I'm just telling y'all... I love how I'm Southern too. She's she's a Southern girl who loves to cry. But seriously, I'm like, I'm going to show up messy. I'm going to show up letting you guys know. I mean, the real, I'm going to try to also protect myself and not, you know, I don't need to bleed on the sidewalk if people are walking past. But I'm just going to tell you what's really up. And that, the, that does mean sometimes I'm going to be showing up having not great days. And that's great. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I think I'm proud of myself for doing that because I think when I don't, I don't feel authentic. I don't feel good. I'm not myself. Like right now, I'm like, God, I'm really me in this. I feel really me. And I feel like I'm talking to my, get my friends, which I am. So if you're in the thick of it, you are not alone. If you have a friend who's in the thick of it, send this to them so that they can go, you're not alone, bitch. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. And you better cry. If you're holding it in, I'm mad at you. Let it out. Let it out right now. Go ahead. You can start crying. You can pretend I said something magical. Like bananas are real. I don't know. Banana Republic used to make me always laugh. Just like those, the store in general. (laughs) It was always like, okay, too much. But I was like, what a great safe word. (laughs) Anywho, but you could cry about that. Also, you can laugh and cry. Half the time I start crying, I start laughing. Because I'm like, here I am laughing in my bagel store. Good to see y'all. So this is me just telling you I'm going to show up the best way I can, the most real way I can. This season's going to be a lot of ups and a lot of downs. I'm going to tell you what's really going on. Moments that I start feeling insecure and I feel weak and I feel like, what am I doing? So that we can all laugh and show an an excerpt of that when I'm giving a commencement speech at some college to go, I doubted myself. And they'll go, you, Jesse, doubted yourself? And I go, I know. I barely remember it, but it's true. It really is true. And now I laugh at that version of me and say, God, it was good. But yeah, I did. But I think it is remembering that you have your own back. And so as much as I'm scared, I'm scared. I know my life is going to go through some changes, some changes I want, some changes I don't want. I know I got me. And that's a beautiful thing. So this is your captain speaking. She's doing the best she freaking can. I'm so honored that you give me the space to show up authentically, myself, the ups and the downs. I really do appreciate it. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you. Oh, I almost almost dipped in. It really gets me going when I think about it. I feel really lucky. So... Share this with someone who's going through it. If you want to support me, you can go to my Patreon, Happily Ever Heard of It. You can follow me or the podcast on socials, Jesse Jollis or Happily Ever Heard of It. You can write a review. Listen, I'm going to go listen and read them for my birthday and after. It really makes me feel good. It keeps me going. So that's another nice way you can give me a little pat on the back, a hug while I'm crying, if you will. So thank you guys for being there. And please remember, if you're the villain in your own story, bitch, you also get to be the hero. So put on your cape and fly.